Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, everybody. You may have heard by now because we've announced this on social media, but on September 24th, we are doing a live show at Flappers in L.A. Technically Burbank, though, right, Paige? Yes. L.A. adjacent with better parking and good food. Apparently they have good food. Mikey's promised to eat pasta on stage or and wings. Or wings. Whatever, yeah, whatever you guys or want. Or wings. I want wings for sure. pasta covered wings. What about wing covered pasta? You know what? We can workshop this later. We'll figure it out. Okay. But please, I've never been out that west. I'm excited about it. You can buy tickets on Flapper's website uh, through their calendar uh, for the 24th in September. Or if you want to go the link directly through the link we'll be posting it on social media because it is flapperscomedy.com slash shows slash the dash horror dash virgin oh i saw the url as you were saying it and i already <laughs> yeah, exactly added i already added it to our link tree type service so if you go to any Perfect. of our social media and click on that link that you that we are allowed to have in our bio of social media you'll see live show tickets is the very first thing just click on that it'll take you right to it and we'll be periodically posting it on of social course. media so that you can catch it and see it. So watch all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. for links to buy tickets. There are a limited amount of tickets. This is slightly bigger than live shows we've done in the past, but we do still have a limited amount. So I would recommend buying them early yeah. and making plans. Also, it is at 5 p.m. on a Sunday. We did that so that if you had to drive from out of town, you might still have time to drive back in time for Monday the next day at work. Boom. So come see us September 24th at Flappers in L.A. It's going to be awesome. And yes, Mikey will be there. Yes. <laughs> the star. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the episode. This episode brought to you by the following patrons. Jay's Pack, Sex Caliber Bones A Lot, James, Madeline, Sunzi, Vixen, Holly, Natasha, Laura, Boise, Jeremy, Ali, Jennifer with a PH, Mr. Rage Bomb, Libby, Wes, Dreskel, Aaron, Kristen, Tia, Lauren, Jonathan, Kate, Isaac, and Karoon. And all the patrons want you to know you're loved, you're listened to, and you're a valuable member of this awesome horror virgin community. And if you want to hang out with us, do so in the Facebook group where we hang out with Jaws Daily. Jaws Boss 3 is the most best adventure that's ever been created for underwatering. <laughs> what are you, Kim Jong-un? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's four stages to the cycle of water, and there's four Jaws movies. Wait, is this the last one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That feels right, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning into Horror Virgin. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm your Horror Virgin Todd, which means I don't like scary movies, but you guys make me watch them. And this week, you guys made us watch Jaws, Jaws The Revenge. Colon, The Revenge. Yeah. I wrote a very, very good joke for the end of this film. Okay. Are you warning us or are you going to waste it right now? I'm not going to waste it. I'm keeping it in my pocket, but I'm so excited that I want to waste it. But I'm not going to waste it. You have to wait to the end of the podcast <laughs> to hear it. <laughs> You're like really like hyping it up. Like it better be worth it. I love this film 
in the way that it shows that like women don't make good decisions. Oh <laughs> my god! I mean, this does really feel like I don't know. You made the Golden Girls write a Jaws sequel, and this is what they <laughs> shot. Like that is yeah. what this feels like to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's less Ripley and more R.I.P. <laughs> Just rip. (laughs) It's definitely more of like how Ellen got her groove back. And then occasionally a shark murders a person, which is real strange because you're like, is this a weird romantic comedy between her and Michael Caine? Oh, no, wait. Someone had a nightmare because that's the only time you see the shark for most of this movie. Oh, that shark is amazing. <laughs> like, there's a few shots oh, where shark. you can see the seam on the fin, yes. like where that's yep. sewed together. When it's chomping on the boat might be my favorite shot of the shark yes. ever because they clearly couldn't get it to actually chomp. So it's just like straining. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really funny. I mean, objectively, it's the worst Jaws film. The effects oh, are terrible. Yes. The plot is not even bonkers. It's It's just, it's bizarre choices from the jump. It's so amazing. (laughs) It's like awesome. On the other side of that, what Todd is talking about is it is a little charming and they did play it the most on TBS because its rights were the cheapest. So, I mean, (laughs) I mean, I'd watch a TV version of this because they'd probably cut 30 minutes of nothing out of it. And I'm here for that. They cut nothing out on the TV version. Absolutely nothing. Well, this movie isn't very long to begin with. There isn't much to cut out. It's only 90 minutes. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because I got interrupted while watching it multiple times. Um, but it feels like nothing happens in 90 minutes and then everything happens in like two minutes at the end. Just like dates. And oof magoof is this a pain in the ass to sit through. Oh, I loved I it. So. I thought it was stupid. I thought Michael Caine's so stupid. Oh. Michael Caine is very stupid. Every movie. decision they make in this film is so stupid and weird. They and like- hit the jaws with the plane propeller, guys. <laughs> they hit the jaws with the propeller of the plane. She also pokes it with the ship and it explodes. But again, yes, that's it the explodes. last like that's like the last two minutes, Todd. Nothing happened for the preceding eighty-seven oh, or so minutes. Sure, yeah. Except a woman rediscovered love, Paige. Yeah, and then that other lady made an ugly sculpture for a resort. Yeah, I think in the Bahamas. I th- I think it was actually for the city where they live. Also, can we have a moment for the fact that? Everyone seems to need a Cessna to get to and from the Bahamas. And the Bahamas, I've been there, has a full-on fucking airport. Yeah, the airport that they fly <laughs> into was like barely above a dirt airport. Paige, they didn't ha- they didn't have a big airport until after this movie actually literally put it on the map. Yeah. No one had heard of the Bahamas until <laughs> Jaws 4. So they, <laughs> let, let me, hold up, hold up. Yeah, so the Linden Pindling International Airport in Nassau, Bahamas, uh, was built in August of 1942. Holy as one shit. Of, Hang on, let me check and see when this movie was filmed, because it's probably close to that. Oh, no, this yeah. was 87. No, it's not. Now, in 42, <laughs> it was largely used as a military base. Um, however, by 1976, long before this movie was made, 11 years. It, was con- <laughs> it was converted into a fully functional commercial international airport. Well, 
The thing about international quote unquote airports is <laughs> my child can't fly the plane. So yeah, why the fuck am I going there? Anywhere. I have a fear of flying. I'll tell the podcast this. So that whole scene put me on edge more than any film in the last two months we've watched has done it. <laughs> oh, you mean the scene where Michael Caine's character casually tries to kill everyone in the plane? <laughs> Calm yes. down, JFK Jr. He's like, watch the watch the houses get closer. And I freaked out today when the pilot was like, we'll be on the ground in 20 minutes. And I was like, that's real. That was really stern. And that was like real fast. That seems like a real fast descent. Like we can go slower <laughs> down if you want. Like you ain't going to hurt my feelings if we really ease it on in. He was in a hurry. Southwest was running behind and he was like, we're going to take these <laughs> turns fast. Go. Dude, I can't remember where it was. I think it may have been Hawaii Page. You've probably flown there way more than me. But there's mm -hmm. an airport on one of the islands that's like you have to take a steep descent because it's like on the oh. other side of a mountain or some shit and that was the scariest descent i've ever taken that could be multiple islands but i i know that that does happen at Ma Ma maui's kahului airport yeah because you have to land on the other side of haleakala which is a volcano i think that's what it was yeah yeah uh-huh well don't like it i mean if you're not expecting it it can be upsetting for sure Oh, when a seven-year-old flies your plane? Yeah. That was insane, especially because, now here's the thing. It's a small enough plane that they might be flying on, like, visibility rules. I listen to way too much Black Box Down. Uh, but usually you have to file a flight plan, and airplanes don't just get to fly where the fuck ever. Like, there are coordinated routes so they don't hit each other in the sky. Well, Paige, if you don't go over 100 feet like Michael Caine ever does, you don't have to file flight plans. Okay, but Michael Caine is clearly a drug runner. Like, we, we yes. get that, oh, right? Yeah, like, that absolutely. Is, that is the hero of this movie, the drug runner Michael Caine. Michael Cocaine. <laughs> Michael Cocaine. <laughs> it drove me nuts every time because every time they're in the plane, it's very clearly fake. It's a fake plane. Oh, yeah. And so they just project stuff out the windows, right? Like rear projection. But here's the thing. The stuff they keep playing in the background is from taxi to takeoff, not just flight. So multiple times you see them level with the horizon as if they are on the ground. Yeah. While they are supposed to be in the air. It is baffling. You're like, is that a building? I thought they were flying. I was like, what are you, are they <laughs> sitting on the beach? Because like, that's the only way you'd get that view. I would believe that they were sitting on the beach. Yeah. He belly flops the plane at the end. Like, and that plane just sinks. I was like, oh, okay, goodbye. Thousands and thousands and maybe even millions of dollars. That was the moment I knew he was a drug runner, honestly. Like, oh, he's just ditching planes for like side pieces. He's just now meeting. He hasn't gotten laid in 20 years. <laughs> that plane modern day would cost almost $450,000. Second hand, it could be anywhere from $50,000 to like $250,000. Um, and that covers planes of this age in this era. So he just sank a house. I mean, yeah, but he's probably got six more back at the hangar page. I guess, because he seems to immediately have a new plane. But he's a pilot. I don't think he owns the plane. I no, think he just flies for the people. No, he's a drug runner. Dude well, is okay. loaded. Yeah. Like, he's got plenty of money, Paige. That's how he always, like, takes time yes, off air exactly. quotes. Yeah. yeah. No, I thought, I I mean, I think the movie pretty much puts it out there that, Me like, too. he just showed up and doesn't really do anything and is rich. So I and then he tells us stories about South American jungles all the time. They ask, what do you fly when you're not flying people? 
and he's like other people's laundry. Yeah, right. He's a drug mm. runner, Paige. He's a drug runner. What are we talking runner. about? I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with you. I'm agreeing with you. He gave it all up for her. I don't think he gave it all up for nobody, baby. I do like that he never answers a direct question the whole film. He just tells another story anytime yes. anyone asks him anything. Yeah. I also love that when the plane goes down and he gets eaten by the shark or you know whatever swims to the boat at the very end of the movie and then when they pull him onto the boat he is aggressively not wet at all like his <laughs> yeah, clothes are completely, completely dry. dry it's like they stuck his head in a bucket because his hair is wet but everything else is bone ass dry and i loved it especially <laughs> after having just seen a legit number two pencil stapled to what looked like a cardboard cutout of a boat puncture a <laughs> balloon to signify that Jaws had exploded. Like, that miniature looks so trash. Here's what drives me crazy about that. Because if this this movie implies that it's the same shark coming to hunt all of her family. Haven't they killed the shark like three times? Yes, I think they've killed the shark every time. Yeah. Yes. They flash back to the first time and I'm like, don't do that again. That way definitely didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've learned that apparently this one shark is reforming in the ocean and coming after your family. Yeah. I did have questions about that. So, like, d is this, like, in the lore of Jaws supposed to be the same shark? Or is it, like, in the family of sharks? Because wasn't one of them pregnant in three? I can't believe I'm saying that. But I think you're thinking of Orca. Oh, no, there was a pregnant one in three. Because there was a mom and a baby in three. Yeah. Right? I feel like three exists completely outside of the canon because it also doesn't play take place in Amity or with any of these people. Oh shit. This movie should have been called Jaws the Gramityville Horror. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called the Hatsfields and the Majaws. <laughs> I think I'm gonna stick with mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a feud it's family feud from what i understand it is the same shark i guess because it also has scars as if it's the same shark and it telepathically has recognized that this is the family responsible for the previous attempted murders and now has followed them to the bahamas a place where white great white sharks don't swim uh and is just like oh you thought you were collecting snails no I'm collecting heads and ears for my ear collection, and then it, it murders people. It starts off strong, murdering the youngest son. Oh, it comes yeah. out of the gate killing a canon character. I thought it was crazy they killed him off immediately. But if this movie would have brought back Dennis Quaid, I think it could have been better. Of course it would have been better, <laughs> Mikey. Anything's better with Dennis Quaid. Like, why yeah. is this even a question? Honestly, most things are better with Randy Quaid, even. Randy K, he could play the shark. <laughs> he honestly would have been more convincing than the shark in this movie but like yeah. i don't know man she became the shark to get the shark i don't know she wants to kill all of his family i you know hurt people hurt sharks i don't i don't know man like there's only one shark that's after how did the shark track her down to like from amneville or whatever to the bahamas revenge brother revenge pheromones 
I didn't think Delta was allowed to give out flight passenger information. My name is Inigo Shark Toya. <laughs> you killed me three other times. Prepare to die. The movie kind of implies that the mom and the shark have a psychic connection. Yes, it does. It does imply that where she can sense when the shark is near. I got the vibe that like she had given birth to the like son of the future and that shark was sent back from the future to kill her son. Shut the fuck. I would watch that. <laughs> well, yeah. But no, that one's definitely a whale instead of a shark and it's the Sperminator because it's a sperm whale. Hell yeah. Uh, Let's get sticky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't even think the shark was <laughs> aiming for the granddaughter. It was just aiming for the banana boat to fuck with the mom and I was like, oh, this shark is cold. I honestly think it went after the lady on the back end as like, Look what I can do. Like mm. to toy with the grandmother. Yeah. And they eye contact in the water. Yeah. Like your daughter. Look what I could do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird movie. It's my what favorite. Is, he was just hungry for bananas. <laughs> you ever think of that? Always making the shark the villain when maybe he's just hungry and trying to eat a balanced meal and needs his potassium. Hell yeah, Paige. But he just didn't want to look like he was sucking a dick in public by eating a banana hole, so he just chomped off that end bit. Toxic masculinity. I know. It even affects the sharks. If I learned anything from the Barbie movie, it's that Paige is right. Thank you. (laughs) I I don't know if that's the takeaway. (laughs) I'd like to take the message of Kenuff and just uh, make it toxic again for myself. So you're going to buy a fur vest? I have a natural one. Oh, no. That's only okay when Henry Cavill does it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mikey, I have a question. How mad were you that he was a PhD and not an MD? I wasn't mad because he didn't try to treat anybody's medical injuries. And yep, he says, fair. I'm that's a scientist, fair. not a doctor. He just says, I'm a scientist. I have a PhD. He owns right. it. Back then, it was sexy to be a scientist. Now, all these PhDs are like, oh, I'm a doctor. And I'm like, okay. Maybe if you didn't act like this, people would like science again, okay? But at least it was a Christmas movie, Mikey. You had that to enjoy. I did so love it, it is it a, it a, is a Christmas, Christmas movie. <laughs> this is a Christmas Mikey movie, and I was here for that. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Deck the halls with rows of teeth. Murdering people on the reef. La 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 la. Chomping on the boats and Bezo. No, it's a Christmas movie. I really needed a love story with a tree farm, and I didn't get that, and that was upsetting. It's a snail farm. Oh, it was a snail farm. Magic conch. Hey, you want to put your uh, ear up against my conch? You can uh, hear the ocean. You need to see a doctor. <laughs> like, what is, is a, wrong with is, your conk? Is that a big conk in your pants? Or are you just happy to see me? Todd, you get it? They're like, it sounds like dick. <laughs> yeah. No, Mikey, I, <laughs> I get the joke. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't give you my normal courtesy laugh or whatever. <laughs> oh, it Todd, it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Where's your sense of giving? I, <laughs> I have now written a second joke. Oh, hold on. Let me grasp the edge of my seat. (laughs) Did anybody die besides the youngest son? Oh, and that lady from the thing? Yeah, the lady from the banana boat and Sean are, I think, the only two people that actually die in this movie. Everyone else is in a dream. Who's Sean? The 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 younger son. Oh, two. 
the banana boat lady and the son. There's only two deaths in the whole film. That's what I said. Yes. Yes. Because Jake lives. I get very uncomfortable when movies have a lower body count than me. It's because this movie knows how to commit. <laughs> Josh took an oath. <laughs> this movie named a character Hoagie and kept it for the whole movie. Yeah. We never learn his first name. I'm pretty sure El Chapo knows it, but that's it. <laughs> exactly, Paige. He can't tell you his first name because he's an FBI informant working for the cartels. There's a wild documentary I cannot remember the name of right now about someone who is more or less hoagie, but he like faked his death and his family thought he was dead for like 15 years and he came back like Dark Eye Rises. No, no, no. It's How to Be a Drug Dealer, I believe is the name of the documentary. They cover a bunch of different people, but one of them is a guy who was like a plain drug runner and fakes his death. Yeah. It's Tom crazy. Cruise did a movie about that guy, right? Um, that guy actually got killed. Allegedly. But no, no, he actually got killed. He got gunned down in Miami. Like, we have his body. And when I say we, I, I don't mean like the government. I mean my family. <laughs> we own that. We have it in our basement. <laughs> we are El Chapo. Oh, my God. We have to call Jaws El Chapo. <laughs> El Chapo? <laughs> All right. I'm on board to call it El Chapo the entire episode. But what do you say we go through this? Scene by scene, guys. Yeah, we can do all five of them very quickly. All five of what? The all scenes. five scenes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be a quick episode. <laughs> like, okay, this movie's pacing is so weird. You hear the whole speech of the mayor. The whole fucking speech about her art. Oh, yeah, Mikey, yeah, yeah. When Sean goes out there to, like, fix the buoy at the very beginning, we get that shit in real time. He, like, <laughs> yeah, he's leaves like, the yeah, police well, station and walks to the boat <laughs> and then gets in the boat. Welcome and then to my tutorial on, on how and to fix the buoy. The boat out. It's so <laughs> nuts. Like, it takes 12 minutes and it should take three. Like, share, and subscribe if you want to learn how to do other small town deputy stuff. Uh, today I'm going to be fixing the buoy. I got to get the boat ready and go Here's out there. There. screwdriver I'm using today to fix the buoy. No. <laughs> I know that was a visual joke on an audio podcast. Oh yeah, we we should say that it. she held up what was nail polish as a prop <laughs> screwdriver. Delightful. She held but, up but, a screwdriver. Oh sorry, yeah, I, theater of the mind. But I held up my my hand the way the YouTubers do so that you can like see it. Yeah. I don't know who decided to do that, but everyone does it, and it's bonkers. Well, I mean, it's your other hand. It's always there. Not always there. Ask Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's it's a focus thing, so you can put it close to the camera, and the camera will focus. Yeah. Should we maybe go to this movie scene by scene, then? Christmas, Amityville, 1987. This is the first one that doesn't take place, like, in July, right? It's the one that's, like, not in summer. Well, it's... Christmas in July. Yeah, it's like this. <laughs> it's their summer Christmas pageant market. There's snow on on the ground, guys. There's no way that Amityville puts it up like that in July. Oh, I've yeah, got yeah, something yeah. called the Hallmark Channel that I have to. I like to have a word with you, Todd. <laughs> they film all of those movies in the summer. When you filmed for the Santa Boot Camp movie that, yes, that you were camp. an extra uh-huh. in, yeah, yeah, yeah. what month was that in? I think it was like August, wasn't it? It was August or September, <laughs> yeah. Nice. When the shark comes out to bite, oh, I'll hate fixing buoys alone, but if you really hold me tight... It's snowing. Are you? I can't believe they haven't done <laughs> another Jaws film since 1987. I know, 
right. Well, they've done Other two shark the movies and Deep out. Blue Seas. Yeah. 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 But think about the the brand. Like that's a lot. That brand name is still very powerful. I do think they are ripe for a reboot. And I honestly would be so terrified of an actually scary Jaws movie. Like this movie is not scary at all. I don't want a reboot. I want the scream or the uh, future reimagining like oh, 30 years ago in Amityville. So does it take place modern day? Yeah, but like the old Jaws still happened. It was just like oh yeah 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 that's that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. mean like traditional reboot. I don't want to take place in the seventies. Okay, I have a pitch. Okay, a bunch of rich people go down in a submersible. <laughs> Uh, I have a company for you. It's called Ocean Shark. <laughs> Ocean Shark, Shark Gate. Shark Gate. Wait, that's basically yeah. the Meg. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. So we get underwater credits. They could do a global warming. Like the sharks are waking it. I don't know. They're waking up. They grew legs. Now they're on land. What do we do? Land sharks. That's actually the plot of the cartoon Land Sharks from 1980. Is that a real thing? <laughs> Oh, is God. This, is this different than street sharks? Because I don't know about land sharks, but I do know about street oh, sharks. Oh, no, it's street sharks. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Where they all look like Finn Diesel, just like yes. yoked out in pants. Street like, shark. we're a shark family. Todd, you weren't allowed to watch that show because it was like a little PG. Their action figures were wild. Yes. I had some street shark action figures, but you're right. I never saw the TV show, but I know exactly <laughs> what those action figures looked like because we got gifted some. Anyway, so... We open on Ellen and her son, Sean, cooking for Christmas. And she's just like flipping fish around in a frying pan. And is just like, help me chop the vegetables. And then he's like, we have to get a Christmas tree. And so they completely abandon dinner <laughs> to go get a Christmas tree. Um, meanwhile, they do get a phone call from his brother and his brother's family. Michael. The older Brody, Michael. Yeah, Michael, his wife, and their five-year-old daughter. Sean lives at home with his mom, has no wife, no kids. Seems a little odd, you know what I'm saying? Hey, Sean's engaged. He's like a sheriff. He's like following his dad's footsteps. Sean's doing okay, all right? The shark killed his dad. Yeah. Dad died of a heart attack, Ma. Because of fear. Okay, fear Mom. of the sharks. <laughs> also, exercise and his cholesterol was pretty bad and like he smoked for a long time. Yeah, yeah, people were just generally not as healthy back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, they go out for a Christmas tree uh, and they have to stop into the police station because Sean's a, a cop to basically like check in for the night. But then the lady running the dispatch board is like, hold up. There's a bunch of trash blocking this channel marker and the guy who would normally take care of it is out talking to a guy who gets his cows tipped. Wink, wink. Uh, so you got to go fix this trash. Was that code for something? I thought it was like actual cow tipping. I don't know. Maybe. But Michael Caine might have also been actually carrying laundry. Follow the money. <laughs> I'm in a weird mood today. I'm sorry. Yeah, apparently. I love it. You guys are going to love those two jokes I wrote. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, nice. We'll see if they ever happen, Mikey. Anyway, he goes out on the boat without his family. <laughs> uh, and a shark literally jumps out of the water and rips his arm off. It's amazing. It's like a clean break. And the best part is like his sleeve is still on his jacket. Yeah. And that made me laugh a lot. Yeah. Oh, not only is that hilarious, the acting choice that actor made is really funny to me because he's like, ah, ah, back in the boat. And then he feels for where his arm used to be, which, by the way, would be an excruciating pain. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, no, it's gone. <laughs> like, 
Lost no it again. shit, Sherlock. <laughs> so the shark sinks the boat like orcas valiantly do today. And the next shot we get is of him in a body bag. So they somehow recovered what's left of his body. And we see his mom identifying the body in the morgue. Which, okay, it was at that point I knew that this Jaws was in for the revenge because he didn't eat Sean or she. I don't know if it's a male or female shark. Yeah, he just chewed him up and spit him out. Exactly. They just wanted to kill Sean and then taunt the family with the body. Like, look, look what I can do to you. Let me ask you guys something. Okay. Yeah. If you were murderous sharks. Go uh, on. Hell bent on revenge. Naturally. Mm-hmm. And you see the person that you want to revenge. Yeah. Would you taunt them with the body like this shark did? Or swallow and shit them out because I think that's more offensive is to make somebody into poop. You would have to stay by the shore so long to ensure that they recovered the body that it would really inconvenience the rest of my day. Well, really, I want to get my revenge on and then swim off to deep water and like fuck around with my friends and be like, look what I just did, you know, like, yeah. And then swim back to the shore to to shit out a bone or something like that. To shit out the dental records. I want them to see. I want the (laughs) face to be absolutely perfect and the body to just be chewed up like you're like a little puppet. Oh, I'm just going to kill him and leave him there. Oh, okay. Yeah, like if I'm, you know, a ripster and I'm just like walking around as a fully ass street shark, I'm just going to stab him in the alley and run away. I want his body to be in like the best shape possible so they can definitely ID him. I'm picturing your version of street sharks is just West Side Story with street sharks, where it's like the Jets and the literal sharks. <laughs> oh my God. If we could get a shot for shot remake of uh-huh. that movie with the like <laughs> the sharks being street sharks instead of Riff, it's Riffster. Hell yeah. I like to swim in America. <laughs> I really don't understand why CGI animation hasn't gone in these directions of just adult con high concept films like street right, sharks right. west side story yeah 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 west side story colon street sharks colon confessions of a marriage counselor yeah mm-hmm. somehow still amazingly brought to you by tyler perry studios but with spielberg because you know spielberg did the new west side story but also jaws so like he is uniquely positioned to do west side story colon street sharks son of a bitch that is so true roy schneider should have been in this film He's well, he refused <laughs> for some fun reasons, and we'll talk about it in fun fact. Can't wait to hear what those were. Anyway, they have to identify the body or what's left of it. And just as that's happening, the his, Michael and his family arrive from the Bahamas. And they're like, oh, my God, so sad he's dead. But also Thea, their little girl, is like just learning about the concept of death. So they're trying to like keep her happy and whatever. Yeah. I mean, she's five. It's like, a yeah, that would be a difficult age to explain that to I really didn't like that Michael walked in the house and he's like, hey, buddy, you see my cock? Conk? He brought conks for the family from the Bahamas, Todd. That's the joke. If you listen to them, you can hear Christmas carols. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you listen to the conk, you'll hear your uncle's screams. Oh, no. (laughs) Magic conch, why would you do that? (laughs) Do you want to go on a magic conch ride, Todd? (laughs) What are you asking me, Mikey? (laughs) Paige is married, bro. <laughs> Be respectful. <laughs> That's fair, I guess. But no, but no, definitively no. Thank you. You guys all watched Kunk on Earth, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so funny. Every time you say conk, I just think of like pump up the jams, pump it up. <laughs> the beat is pumping. 
Anyway, they're sad. They're sad their brother they're died. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> they're sad. <laughs> you may have heard about that before on this podcast. See episodes one to 245. <laughs> yeah. Not to high road you, Mikey. Um, today is the day he died. No, he died years ago. Well, I mean, it's the <laughs> anniversary of the day he oh, died. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Buy a shark? Yeah. No. Truck the revenge. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's just like Toyota pickup trucks following me around. They followed me to the Bahamas, and there's not even roads. <laughs> like, how did they get here? Driving up oh. out of the water. Oh, that sucks, Todd. Are you doing okay? Yeah, it's been a weird day, but it's fine. Did you eat? Yeah. Anyway, she's like, I'll make fettuccine, but nobody goes in the water. Dude, I love. That this movie, she, like, loses her shit. Like, yelling at the kids, everyone. Like, no, you can't. You have to quit your job, and you can never go in water again. I don't want you to drink water. I don't want you to ever fucking take a shower. I don't trust swimming pools. (laughs) Exactly. This is a very realistic depiction of mothers. (laughs) I bought her performance, like, don't you ever go to, to the ocean again. Why did you come to this island? <laughs> oh, my God. We get, we'll get to it in just a second. But this is where she's like, the shark killed your father and your brother. And he's like, dad died of a heart attack. And she's like, because the shark was defibrillating him or like whatever. Like, defibrillating. I mean, defibrillating. She, does, she does say it like he died of fear or whatever, which yeah. like, why? Like, how, how is that even possible? Well, unfortunately... He died the same way Queen Amidala died. <laughs> of a broken heart? Uh, yeah. Uba. Uba. But like the shark isn't going to be like loitering about the house like with a fan across its neck like it's going to kill him or something. Like Jake just <laughs> texted me defibrillating. Hell, yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah, Jake. <laughs> Only hearing one third of the conversation and still making a banger ass joke. I'm just picturing the left shark from, from Katy yes. Perry <laughs> exactly. just like in the back seat of the car whenever he like goes to work and stuff. Like garrots oh. him like with a garrot wire like chokes yeah. him out from but behind does it the Badly because it's left shark. <laughs> what do you think happened to Michael to make him lose his job at SeaWorld? <laughs> you think it's because he blew up the whole park? Do you think he was touching somebody <laughs> fin appropriately? <laughs> Getting in them blowholes, son. I mean, I think that movie does end with him like basically destroying the whole SeaWorld, which is oh, like. An- <laughs> yeah, he definitely got fired from SeaWorld, but he didn't get kicked out of the academia program at whatever college <laughs> he was going yeah, to. Like, so he was like, like, I better pivot and get a PhD, baby. <laughs> He's like, I went back to school a few years ago. I definitely didn't blow up an amusement park. Um, yes, uh, we would love to accept you into the doctorate program here at uh, the University of Florida University. But uh, can you explain this gap in your application? Uh, no, I signed an NDA with SeaWorld. <laughs> SeaWorld, say world. You know. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess I will apply to school in the Bahamas. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's like people who were like, so I couldn't be a doctor in America because I cut off too many fingers, but... I'm surprised they don't do what like Mormons do and send the dentists off on mission to like the UK or something. They do that. They're called medical missions. Like a, a lot of charities do that. Yeah. I mean, not even like religiously affiliated. Yeah, yeah, Doctors Without Borders and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're so much better than us. But they're like PhDs, so they're like, hey, do you guys want to hear about the Pythagorean theorem? <laughs> Put your feet I'm, right I'm up here. I'm a PhD in Proust. <laughs> I'm here at this war zone. Unfortunately, I'm a podiatrist. Put your feet right up. <laughs> Let me suck on them toes, baby. 
You got to suck 15 and then lick two and then hit the pressure points to the <laughs> tune of staying alive. That House of a Thousand Corpses episode was nuts. Yeah. Anyway, so his mom is like, terrified of water. And so they go to the funeral where they read like the entirety of that passage from Ecclesiastes. And I was like, oh, we're doing the whole thing. Okay. Well, it's closed casket. So they had to spread it out a little bit. <laughs> they, they had to fill for time. They're like, yeah. we're going to read all of first Corinthians. Is that cool? Not just like the popular <laughs> verses. Michael got up there and he goes, I remember a time a few years ago when me and Sean destroyed SeaWorld <laughs> and it was a really a time that we bonded <laughs> to everything turn 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 and there was a time we went on a rafting trip and everyone else got killed as well holy shit was that the second one yeah oh and there God. was a time that I took a raft and then everyone also got killed on that raft and anyway we're going to the Bahamas peace out <laughs> you should Fuck come SeaWorld. mom yeah <laughs> I know a pilot you could fuck. And he's got nice buns because his name is Hoagie. <laughs> they call him Hoagie <laughs> for a reason, baby. 12 inches of deli meat for your pleasure. <laughs> and more than enough buns. How many people, Paige, would need to die next to you in water for you to give up water? One it depends on how they died. Person. I would never go back in the ocean if I was any of these people. I would, if you saw a shark attack in front of you, you'd never go back in the ocean? I would never go back in the ocean. I wouldn't fly over the ocean. What if you saw 20 to 30 like Michael has? I would move to like Montana. Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A place known for not having water. Yeah. That's, where the, that's how the street sharks get you. But I mean, if you put movies one through four... Michael's seen some shit. Maybe his shitty superpower is that he can make people around him get eaten by sharks. I think it's the mom's superpower because she has the psychic connection. She with clearly the does have like a poltergeist level attachment to this shark. How else could it track her? She's way into menopause. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get special powers for that? That's interesting. Women's bodies are just wonderful. <laughs> it turns 50. I'm not doing, I'm not fucking with periods anymore, but also I can hear the thoughts of sharks. Who would have thought? We can finally pay you as Life much as us. Life is a miracle. <laughs> and I can beat up any penguin. <laughs> I hate that superpower. <laughs> I sent Todd a bunch of penguin videos earlier this week. She did, yeah. Did you see someone posted in the Facebook group like a that Empire penguins are like six, six and a half feet tall, which is fully taller than me. But I, I still think I could beat up one. Those like, are extinct. Those are from like ancient times. I know. I'm just saying I still think I could beat up one of those because penguins are like doughy and dopey, you know? It's yeah. like a like a water panda bear. <laughs> I mean, I honestly I'm not going to fight you on that. Honestly, that. Yeah, yeah, it hurt my brain to process that, but it came out <laughs> correct, if that makes sense. <laughs> well, a broken conch listens <laughs> twice a day, right? <laughs> a broken conch <laughs> listens twice a day is the word salad you just shat out of your mouth. <laughs> I smell toes. <laughs> listens to what? The thoughts of sharks? I got to tell you yeah. the story about my flight this morning. Did, okay. <laughs> I love the randomness of this intro. I at B50, which as you know, is not great. So I walk in about halfway through. There's an aisle seat. There's an older couple. They're reading their books. I was like, oh my God, I've got my book. I'm going to sit on the aisle with the, I, I love an aisle seat. These people are reading. So I sat down. I said, I'm glad I picked this aisle. I mean, I, I picked this row for a reason. I take out my book and I was like, that joke's fucking fire. And they're like, ha yeah. And then I open it, read one paragraph. <laughs> 
What are you reading? And this man proceeds to talk to me for the whole flight while his wife read. It was a trap. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, I'm just like a good listener. So he's talking about like, yeah, when I was in college, I had suicidal ideation. I was like, oh, here we go. How does that happen to you that strangers? I've seen this happen at parties. Like he's not making this up. People will just like immediately open up about their personal like internal shit to Mikey. I was so looking forward to reading. And he was so nice. Such a, he was 70 years old. Such a nice dude. I, you know, he, it was a good flight, but also he owed me 125 bucks by the time we landed. Oh, of course. Did you tell him you were a therapist? Well, he's like, what do you do, buddy? And I was like, well, guy, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were flying back from your time at Quantico. So like you are sort of a secret agent on some every level. meal was all you can eat. That's all I'll say about that. At Quantico. Uh huh. Did you meet any Quantico? I did not. I was very unattractive compared to most people who were in like <laughs> FBI school. I know it's like people who are recruited like just after college. Like they're the just most a whole fit bunch of ever gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, I have the look of like a twenty-year-on like doughy cop or whatever. And oh, so yeah. you know, I got a lot of like hello sirs in the hallways. <laughs> and I was, hello. I was like, they're like, he's probably seen some shit. You see his gut, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I kind of. <laughs> this I is guess. where I store the feelings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that the guy who's going to stop the cannonball later? <laughs> <laughs> and I miss out so many good careers. From, you know. Anyway, you want to get back to this movie? Yeah, no, I do. They go to the Bahamas. I loved, like, okay, she is freaking out about being in the water. No one in the family can go in water. And then they're like, hey, you're on an island. Maybe you should get off that island. Come with us to another island. But they're like, it's hot. So great white sharks don't like hot water. Which I don't know science or math, but like, do they not? I thought they do. There's a documentary on Shark Week this week about how sharks are attacking people more because the the water's warmer. Uh, okay. So I, I, I just Googled it. Awesome. Great white sharks have been returning to the central coast for decades because they have an ability to conserve body heat, which allows them to tolerate colder water than younger sharks. So younger sharks are often in warmer water and adult sharks in cooler water. Okay. You're welcome. So this movie doesn't even get the one thing right. Well, he did blow up SeaWorld. I don't think he's a great, he's not studying sharks. He's studying cocks. Like I've studied some cocks in my day. <laughs> Is it not the Coke brothers? Sorry. <laughs> I, I have always heard it conch, but then they say conch this entire movie and it does sound funny. I've heard conch too, Paige. And I honestly yeah. don't know what's correct. Conk. We're conking it away. I don't think it's conk. I mean, I, I honestly don't know. I'm all for the beautiful conk. M- most conks aren't that beautiful. They all kind of look the same. Conk it or bonk it? Conk it or bonk it, baby. <laughs> Don't come in my office. My conk is out on my desk. Why are you taking your cock out at work? My uh, conk. I just got it from the Bahamas. <laughs> I proudly display a beautiful conk. We had a conk in our house growing up. I had a conk in my house growing up, too. In fact, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, to figure out if I could draw, my mom was like, hey, draw the conk shell. And I... I honestly worked on it really hard, like for two hours as like an eight year old. And I brought it back to her and she was like, this is not a skill set you have. <laughs> Where did you put the vein? <laughs> <laughs> I was eight, Mikey. I didn't have a mirror. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love the idea of your mom being like, I love you. 
but this is not for you. If you don't <laughs> like, believe that that shitty conch shell drawing was on the fridge for like a year, you're insane. Of course. That was definitely no, on the fridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had one achievement in a year? <laughs> you were totally the Sean, weren't you? <laughs> I, I was one of five growing up. So like it took a lot to make the fridge, you know what I'm saying? Well, maybe you should have hired a shark to take out some of your brothers. I did, Mikey. That street shark worked on one of them. Never forget. Hashtag shark executioner. Um, Should we get back to this movie? Yes. They went to the Bahamas. Have either of you been to the Bahamas? Yes, I have. It's great. I bought a conk there. I really did. God, I hate when Mikey talks about the many places he's traveled to internationally. (laughs) It's so annoying. He like goes there and it like becomes his whole personality. (laughs) I've actually been to the Bahamas. So she goes to the Bahamas, a place that is surrounded by the thing she most fears, water. But it's warm water, so it's fine, I guess. Yeah, she came for the conch, okay? (laughs) Well, she is on the hunt for a big conch, for sure. Her and Michael are in the same business. Yeah. Yeah. But this is where Michael Caine lets a little girl fly the plane and almost murder all of them. I had a panic attack because she's like, he's like, you could sit on my lap and then control the plane. I was like, that's a terrible idea. There's a real plane crash where the the pilot's kid yes. crashed the plane. Yeah, there's a Black Box Down episode about it where he let his teenage children fly the plane and they crashed the plane and killed everyone on board. And I believe they hit another plane. And killed the people on that plane also. Dear God. Don't let kids fly planes. Crazy. Yeah. Well, so then she's like, how do you go up and down? And he proceeds to dive bomb the Bahamas and then pull back up. And you could stall out. I've played Flight Simulator. You're not supposed to fly like that. <laughs> yeah, no, it is it is actually really bad for the plane and you. Like, it's it's not good. It's very scary, to say the least. And not, like, scary in the movie, but, like, if I was in that plane, I would be cursing the fuck out of both of the people oh, flying it. Yeah. They're all laughing and, like, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> cocaine makes you do and say weird shit, That's I guess. True. And there's no way that wasn't prevalent on this set. What's the little girl's name? Because there's about five minutes where I thought she was. Thea. We were living. In, we were in that Twilight Zone movie where she. Everybody had to do what she said because. Yeah. It cuts from this to the limo where she's like making the limo driver sing and like. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put you in the cornfield like that kind of energy. <laughs> she scares me. She's got big conk energy. <laughs> anyway, they arrive. They go in the limo where the limo driver sings and he's got a great voice. They finally get to the house. Uh, and she's like, Grandma, watch me. I'm going to swing off the dog. And her grandma's like, no, not the water. Because that's dangerous. Not flying the plane into the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing that can hurt you in the skies, you know, <laughs> where you're like defying God to be up there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. While you're defying gravity or whatever. Yeah. I think the grandma's just a little racist, you know, because she's from Amity, you know? Who would she be being racist against? Hang on. All of the Bahamanians. <laughs> the Bahamanians. If you were from the Bahamas, you were Bahamanian. I thought it was Bohemian. That's a completely different thing. <laughs> He's only ever read that word page. Please forget him. I thought him. the national beverage was the Baja Blast. 
that might be true. <laughs> Guys, it's spelled completely stop different. Making me want Taco Bell. I, <laughs> it's already ten o'clock. We have to finish up before it closes. Yeah, we have to get to the part where Michael Caine definitely Baja finger blasted this old lady. Anyway, <laughs> also that dock is way too shallow for sharks. Like if you look out at yeah. it, there's like a coral reef, and so I'm just like, the shark couldn't get in there. Well, it's also way too shallow for a tire swing. That is true. But also, I have been swimming in places that have intense coral reefs, and if you scrape yourself on coral, oh, that shit. shit fucking burns. It's up. terrible, yeah. It's awful, and then the salt water just makes it worse. Yeah. Anyway, so the the mom finally, the the ma, Thea's mom, Michael's wife, finally grabs her and is like, come inside, we'll do this another time. And they are going to go to the grocery store, they're kind of getting everyone acclimated, and she has a nightmare where she's in the water. And I was like, bitch, I thought you said no water. And then shark attack. It's a dream. Yeah. Which, you know, because they don't play the Jaws theme in that attack. That's true. They don't play the Jaws theme. They, they don't. But Mario Van Peoples sings the Jaws theme at one point in this. He and does. I was like, wait, does he know he's in a Jaws movie? Is that how he oh. survives? Like he lives outside of this like meta reality? Like maybe. I don't know. All I know is that old lady woke up wet. Him surviving <laughs> is the dumbest thing that ha- I mean. Cause, I like, loved it, though. I did, too. But I was like, why didn't you just put Michael Caine there? You know I, what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that shark had him in. In his mouth and was chomping on him like that he would be fully dead but no he's like completely fine <laughs> he, yeah he walked it off yeah yeah fun. he's like i got a couple rows of scars it's all good <laughs> just floating on the power of my own intestines that are now distributed throughout the water um anyway we wake up the next day and michael goes to work and this is where he's in like a mini submersible that goes down to like tag conch shells conks conks yeah the conkin Anyway, this is where we meet Mario Van Peebles, who's just like, you're making the tag, like you're putting the tags on wrong. You're not tagging them correctly. This is his research partner. Yeah. Where they're both researching snails. Yeah. And well, conks, right? Conks. Yeah. Rock hard conks. <laughs> Throbbing, <laughs> veiny conks. Yeah. <laughs> Some conks are showers and some conks are growers. Yeah, and that's why we need to discover and monitor their movements yeah. by zip tying toilet paper rolls onto <laughs> their backs. Yeah, you can track the research at Conk Hub. But they're just like, you can tell that Mario Van Peoples and Michael are like very close friends because they're like giving each other shit the whole movie in a very like best friendly kind of way. Yeah, uh, we cut to the beach where Thea and grandmother are playing and grandma is just like, I don't like this. I have to get up to cry and look at the water. This scene also reminded me of the fairy scene when they're leaving Amity and they're like on the ferry leaving and she just like is like talking to the family and then walks over and like very performatively cries. Like grief is like that sometimes. Oh, sure. But like she cries in a way that it seems like she's going to stop, look over at like a director and see, oh, we're still going. Oh, and then like go back <laughs> into it. And she does it again in this scene because this is where they're making the sandcastle right yeah this is where they're making the sandcastle and the moat and all that stuff yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. um but i i also love that the the little girl thea is like mommy says it's not nice to be evasive and i was like where'd you learn that word little girl <laughs> like yeah that's a big word thea thea uh but then who should show up but hoagie hoagie taught me evasive maneuvers in his plane in his plane there's no way hoagie doesn't have a like rowboat full of cocaine. He rose into this scene from some 
some distant island. I think he was stalking her. Yeah, 100%. He's like, bitch, I fish here. What you up to? And, and we're yeah. like, whoa, he definitely is targeting this grandma. Conk delivery. <laughs> yeah. She's a cover for his drug operations. So that when yeah. they're like, is he dealing drugs? They're like, no, nah, he's just conking down that old lady. Yeah, he's just giving that gilf the conk. <laughs> Jesus. You're welcome, Mikey. <laughs> All right. Do you guys dare me to ask Jake for conk and see what happens? Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe turn off your video first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave it on. Let the boy watch. <laughs> I just texted, give me that rock hard conk. <laughs> Let's see what he says. Anyway, we find out that the um, the research operation is losing money, right? Or they're out of money, I should say. Yeah. And they don't know where they're going to get more. So we cut back to mom and Hoagie. And Hoagie is just like, Hey, I'm not saying you're crazy, but I don't think this shark followed you. Like, that's a wild thing to believe. <laughs> it literally is the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, the shark is not going to... You flew here. Like, there's no yeah. way it could have followed you. You don't understand. I don't have periods and all I hear all day are sharks. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. And I loved it so much. Shark Women week, are man. expected to be so much. We're expected to not have periods, to listen to sharks' problems, and then solve <laughs> them problems. I just loved that, like, she says the most insane thing, and the movie is like, no, but she's right. Yeah, the movie is like, she can hear the sharks. Yeah. Through the power of not bleeding, she can hear <laughs> the sharks. I mean, I believe you guys can talk. I mean, what? it's just as realistic as the female orgasm. Oh, God. Your conk doesn't get to go anywhere near. You You have lost conk privileges. <laughs> How's the dating going, Mikey? <laughs> His conk is on lockdown. Yeah. Conk down. <laughs> conk down. Oh, did you damage it? He damaged its reputation by denying the existence of the female orgasm. What up? Jake replied with lines from the adult version of Lord of the Flies because I spelled it conch. <laughs> anyway, so Michael Caine is just like, smooth operator, even though she's just like, sharks killed my family. And he's like, you know what you should do? Write on this dick about it. And she's just like, oh, maybe <laughs> I need to get away. <laughs> and then she just leaves that kid on the beach by, yeah. by yeah. herself. It's not every day Alfred offers to conk you down, Paige. <laughs> I'm not really interested in con Alfred conking me down, but I will take me some Bruce Wayne. Conquer me down. You know what's up? I actually think this movie ties to the Batman universe because in the last Christian Bale Batman, when like he quits being Batman and then sees Alfred on a date like in Paris or some shit, he's with a lady. And that very well could be Ellen. It could be. Alfred, we once had a shark take the jewels <laughs> from the cart, but he was just stealing the steal. This is what Alfred yeah. was doing before he was a butler. He was a cocaine yeah. smuggler and gilf-like romancer. Yeah, conk purveyor. <laughs> if you will, Mikey. Some sharks just want to watch the world burn. We had to burn the whole sea world to kill it. <laughs> anyway, he takes her in the plane. And this is where the horizon lines are all out of sync in the windows. Yeah. But he takes her to this local festival. And this is where she gets a psychic message from the shark that's like, I'm here. And she's like, I'm ignoring this. I'm dancing and ignoring it. What is the shark doing? It's calling her from the deep. 
<laughs> it is though like that is actually true but she is dancing with well michael kane at first and then uh michael her son kind of breaks in and dances with her right at this like little club place well the, the, what that's when they get to the club later because right now they're still at the festival so, oh shit no you're right you're right my bad it's a, it's at the festival and she hears the like you know I want to be where the people are. I, I want to eat, want to eat the Brodies. Walking around on those, <laughs> what do you call them? Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mikey from Horror Virgin. I practiced this ad for Factor in my car today. <laughs> Can you show us what you practiced? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mikey from Horror Virgin here. <laughs> Talk about Factor. <laughs> Nailed it. I have used Factor on and off the last couple of years, uh, especially since 2020. My work is very busy. I have a very busy day job. He does. I have a very busy hobby uh-huh. slash second job called podcasting. <laughs> yeah, it's so much work for you. <laughs> Eating healthy is hard. Cooking, I'm single. <laughs> Cooking single is hard. And I've loved Factor. Other people, they ship you ingredients. You have to cook them. It takes a long time. Factor. They ship you fresh, never frozen meals. And it always only takes two minutes, which is like my favorite thing. I never have to think about how long it has to go in the microwave. It's two minutes. That's what my dating profile says. Always two minutes. <laughs> it's helped me eat healthier, though. They have a bunch of like dietary options, like low calorie or protein or keto. Is it keto? Keto? Mikey, you said it wrong so many times. I'm not sure if I remember how to say it right. It's keto, right? Keto. No, it's keto. It's keto. But anyway, Factor's amazing. So just head to factormeals.com slash horrorvirgin50 and use code horrorvirgin50 to get how much percentage off, Mikey? Were you paying attention? 50. Damn. 50% off. Literally half off. That's code horrorvirgin50 at factormeals.com slash horrorvirgin50. To get 50% off. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So she hears it and is like, nothing. I definitely didn't hear a shark speaking to me psychically. And he's just like, something is wrong. She's like, no, it's not. Dance it out. (laughs) Accurate. I mean, this is the section of the movie that we could have done for Romancing the Pod. Because it is just like aggressively her mind melding with a shark. There are some shots of that. But it's mainly like her and Michael Caine falling in love. Yeah, with his strange, curly, greasy hair. (laughs) She's like, tell me how you get such an amazing market value for this baking soda you sell (laughs) (laughs) i fill conks with baking soda and then i bag up those conks oh yeah ellen it's powdered sugar it's powdered sugar it's fine it's really hard to find on the island that's why i transported (laughs) around um anyway we cut to mario van peebles is now going down in the submersible to get the conks uh and as he's down there a shark swims past him he's like holy shit it's a great white shark. It doesn't swim past him, Paige. Oh, it, someone yeah. out of frame pushes a weighted like yeah. to, like <laughs> shark. I, I can't even describe it. Like it doesn't look real at all. No, it looks like a aquarium. Like you know the, the stuff you would put in an aquarium with yes. your fish. Yeah, yes. that's what it looks like, but on yeah. a large scale. <laughs> If you put like a chest that like had bubbles in yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Next this is the shark it, that would be would, next to it. Yeah, exactly. That's what it feels like. Yeah, but he like looks over at it 
and it has like dead eyes because they're just like marbles sewn into the carpet body of this shark. Yeah. Anyway, so he's like, oh my God, a shark. And then the shark swims off, like leaves him alone because it goes up to bite the boat where Michael is. Because it only wants Michael, yeah. It just like chompy chomps on the boat. And Michael's just like staring at it like. (laughs) Michael's like, oh man, this looks so familiar. Was this the shark that blew up SeaWorld with me or the shark that (laughs) killed all my friends on a rafting trip to that island? Or is this the one that killed everyone else on the sailboat I was with and that when I was a little kid? And the shark is just like, we've met like four times. (laughs) Learn my name, asshole. That's why it wasn't really chomping, Paige. It was just trying to say that. Like, it was like, what? Really? You don't recognize me? It's me, Jeff. <laughs> El Champo, Paige. Sorry. It's me, El Champo. Yeah. Nom, nom, nom. You killed my Sea World. Actually, this could be the mom from Sea World. <laughs> the mom shark? It's me, L E L L E Champo. El Champo. El Champo. Just like the grandma is Ellen. You're going to go all the way to the Bahamas to eat a boat? What? Like it's hard? Like El Champo. Um, <laughs> I like Jaws as a girl boss. That's fun. Oh, yes. Buy my essential oils. It always floats to the top of the seawater. <laughs> Oh no, did I bite you? Here's some peppermint oil for that. Um, (laughs) He goes back in the water. The shark, El Champo, goes back in the water. Then Mario Van Peebles gets up, like comes up, goes onto the boat. He's like, oh my God, there's a shark. We got, fuck these conks. We gotta like track the shark. No, he was conked out. I love it. That's one. Oh, that was one of the jokes? (laughs) (laughs) Thought it'd be better, honestly. Suck my conk. (laughs) God, I really don't appreciate that when Mikey is vulnerable and lets his conk out of its shell that you're, you know, judging him. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's like, oh, my God, we got to find this. We got to research the shark. Fuck the snails. And Michael's like, okay, but what about the snails, though? What if we just like cut the snails? Yeah, like, what if we didn't tell my mom that the thing that she exactly called is happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, you know, it's almost like she has a psychic connection to it, but we're not going to talk about it. No. So they go to a casino that night for his wife's girlfriend something's birthday it's his wife yeah i mean he's married and they have a five-year-old kid and she's an artist doing some terrible sculpture no 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 no. it's it's jake's wife oh sorry jake is married to that lady they yeah they are married yeah so they're all there at this casino and he's just like oh my god we found a shark today and they're like ellen look over there <laughs> like just, just distract well, her. <laughs> he doesn't quite mario van people he doesn't quite get to the point where he says we found a shark he was like right. oh we should tell him about that new discovery and then michael's like shut up <laughs> he's like my mom's right here i told you not to tell my mom you know my mom's got a thing for sharks bro <laughs> yeah so are we at the scene where they talk about the research they want to do um, is that coming up they kind of already have. Because Mario Van Peebles' great idea was like, no one's done this before. We'll just listen to their heart. Right. This is essentially a rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, he wants to monitor the shark's heartbeat because he's like, no one knows anything about great white sharks. And I was like, we know like four movies were. <laughs> anyway, so we cut to the next day and he's trying to build like a tag for the shark. And they're like, We'll do this. Like, 
We'll we'll tag the shark and then we'll go back to the snails. It'll be fine, right? Yeah, I mean, I would say that like a great white shark is like a sexier quote unquote like research to do than like just like hanging out with a bunch of bottom feeding conks, you know? <laughs> like a bar at 3 a.m. <laughs> we cut to he goes to see Michael goes to see his wife, who's the welding artist, and they get in a fight for like no reason. But it's because he's keeping the secret of the shark from everybody. So then they have sex in her shop, which is just filled with metal shavings and sharp shit. And she's saying, close the door, close the door. And he's like, no, let's just fuck out in the open. That's how you make art, friends. <laughs> yeah. I thought her sculpture looked stupid, and I want to talk about it as soon as we can. But I think part of it is she had sex and didn't actually build the right sculpture. Just spray paint it red. Yeah, exactly. She, like, got 30% of the way done. Her husband wouldn't stop pestering her for sex, so she just poured red paint on it and called it a day. And you know what? Nobody noticed. Haven't we all? You mean phoned shit in and still gotten, like, gotten by somehow? Yeah. Welcome to this podcast. Oh, man. For me. Not exactly. about art. <laughs> we cut to them on the boat and they're chumming the water because they're trying to get the shark to come to them so they could tag it. Yo, and that one guy is throwing out so much chum. Like yeah. every time it cuts to him, it's like the same different three shots of him throwing out more chum. Mm -hmm. I think he chummed too early. Me too. Sometimes you prematurely <laughs> chumulate and, you know, oh. the shark shows up where you don't want him to. Yeah, you need to chum after the shark shows up. <laughs> Think about baseball or something. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about it like it's like ejaculate. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No. What? What's ejaculate? I do oh. like that Paige didn't find any of the premature <laughs> ejaculation jokes funny. Yeah, I did. She was like, this is the serious problem. I don't want to listen to any more Hoobastank while you gear up for round two. Because <laughs> the reason is you. So, like, what do you do for fun or whatever? <laughs> You want a back rub? Sorry, we got to get back to chumming. Sorry, my conk got too excited. Here's a rag. Do you want to clean your chum up? Oh, uh, make me a quesadilla, bastard. I'd hate to, hate to chum and run, but... I got an early meeting, so... Uh... Anyway... The chum attracts the shark and it tries to eat the meat that they have hanging and they have Jake like hanging off the side and he like tosses like a trident and they like nail it. So he gets the tracker and the shark. Yeah. And then they pull him back just in time. But it does rip off like part of the, the boat um, in the process. Yeah, I mean, it got really close to getting Mario Van Peoples, but yeah, but he does attach it to him and then they pull him back up and the shark goes away. And then that's where they that's when they like create this thing that like we can hear the heartbeat yeah. when it's in like a three mile radius of them which is like that's a pretty big area yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know how fast sharks girthy, can swim very girthy I don't know but the shark's heart grew three sizes <laughs> that day well Mario Van Peoples was like, you have an enlarged heart. We've discovered it during our, our yeah. stress test. Well, Jaws, see, we've run some tests and you've got a murmur. So we're going to have to get in there with the tip of Neptune's folly and fix that heart. But if we mess up at all, you're going to explode like a balloon. But we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Anyway, this is where we cut to Michael Caine being like, come away with me to the Caribbean. Uh, and she's just like, I don't know if I can. I was like. Bitch, you a grandma. You could do whatever you want. That's the beauty of being a grandma. You're a widower. Like, you're not, like, tied down anymore, grandma. Get out there. You got two police pensions coming to you. Oof. 
Yeah, you do. Yep. <laughs> Michael comes home and he's all like stressed out about the shark. And his wife is just like, here, my panties, take me. Because her only like she has two modes in this movie, which is have sex with me. And I made this sculpture. That's it. That's like all she gets to do. And then she gets to run out to that banana boat at one point. Yeah. No notes. Yeah. She took her underwear off in that scene. She I know, that's what I said. said that, I just uh-huh. said that. <laughs> I think we need to talk about it twice. Yeah, it was so nice. Got to talk about it twice. Uh huh. Yeah. It was sort of flirty and fun, though. Like, that was, it was cute. It's like her chum and the shark came. Yeah, prematurely. <laughs> that's why they just cuddle. <laughs> they do kind of just cuddle. Anyway, we cut to the next day. He, Michael, is sitting with his daughter and they're kind of coloring and making fish faces. And he's everything I seems fine. That. Yeah. Is that the scene where they're like mirroring each other? Like yes. from the first movie. I actually really loved this shot. Like this has more emotional weight than I think the whole movie deserves. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like Ellen is watching her son like she was watching Michael. You know, yeah, like play with Sergeant Brody or whatever the dad's name was. It was yeah. just, it was. I thought it was a really sweet moment. It was like, oh, this is like a, a nice homage to the first movie. Mm-hmm. Mm. I um, liked but it. after, <laughs> yeah, after they send the kid to bed, she's like, I know you're unhappy. Tell me what's up. And he's like, it's definitely not a shark. Don't even ask about it. <laughs> he's like, I don't know any sharks. I haven't hung out with sharks in forever, mom. And she's like, a mother's intuition always knows. I'm a jet now. <laughs> When you're a jet, you're, you're a, a jet, jet all, all the, the way. way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The shark's mom called me telepathically. I know you two are hanging out. Yeah. You <laughs> said you were sleeping over at shark's house, but then I called shark and then, yeah, <laughs> anyway. So we cut to the next day. They go back to tagging conches and they're just going to kind of monitor the shark's heartbeat to see if it gets close. If it gets close, they'll go back up into the ship. Yeah. And literally immediately the shark is there and like shreds the submersible. Michael just narrowly escapes, swims away into like an abandoned, it's either like a ship or a submarine or something under the water. It looks like a shipwreck. <laughs> yeah. It's basically like a whole uh, uh, slasher scene because he's like running yeah. through the shipwreck away And the shark like Jaws. follows him in which is impossible <laughs> and insane <laughs> the shark starts creeping in like the door yeah. of the ship like i lost my mind because it aggressively doesn't look like a shark would swim it's like swaying side to side in the water and it's just big enough for the hallway but yes. it could never make a turn or anything so it can't no. get out it's, no. it's like all of it's a mess and then somehow the shark is on the outside because it bites through the wall to try and get to him. I thought he like opened a door and got out and then it bites through that door, right? And like knocks down that like wall of the ship or whatever. So it knocks down the wall of the ship. But if you look through that wall, it's open ocean behind it, which would mean that the shark was on the outside. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, it, it but makes we'd no already sense. seen it inside the ship at that point. Yes, we had. Yes. With no clear exit, by the way. Don't worry about it. Dude, so much of this movie has the don't think about it vibe to it. <laughs> it's telepathic. Come yeah, on. Like the way he takes off his scuba tank and like uses that to like blow him to the surface. I was like, hell yeah, MacGyver. Let's do this. Let's get the bends. I think you would definitely get the bends, but like that's fine. Well, I mean, it depends on how far down you are. If you're under one atmosphere, you'd probably be fine. So if like you're up to like 33 feet, you'd probably be fine. But under that, you might be in a, quite a bit of danger. He seemed deeper than 33 feet with that ship rep. He did. 
But I mean, I don't know. But like, you would be in danger of that if like you had been under the water for a long time and then blew yourself to the surface. That's how you get the bends. So uh, he triggers his tank. It takes him to the surface. He makes it onto the boat just in time, but he does, his arm gets bit by the shark, Yeah, but he does get to safety. And then that night he's like all sweaty and scared, sleeping next to his wife. So the next day he's like, I got to go out again. I got to face my fears. I was like, you don't though. Maybe he, she didn't have the air conditioner down low enough. It could be. She's a lizard woman. Mm-hmm. That scene is a direct recreation of that, of that night. I was they like, walk among us. <laughs> they crawl among us. They crawl among us. <laughs> I heard Congress's testimony. They live. <laughs> but no, he does try and get into the water like immediately. He's like, I got to mm-hmm. go back down because uh, if you don't use it, you lose it or whatever. Yeah. Would y'all hook up with an alien? I think we've talked about this before. I want to revisit it. Okay. Do they do they have genitals that are compatible with my genitals? Compatible like they can get you pregnant or compatible like it feels good? Compatible like it feels good. Yeah, they got that. Okay. All right. So we so we got compatible like it feels good and then appearance. Like they live, but like a little hotter. But they have they still have the weird eyes. I'm out now. Turn them around. What? I don't have that po- that ability, Mikey. Well, you, you can just turn, turn around. around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you never turned around on a dude? No, like, I get have. It. I not have. A hot one in the relationship. I don't look at me when I'm masturbating. <laughs> I get it. I see. I want to. I want to look at somebody and enjoy somebody. Same. At least we're part oh. of it. That sounds like intimacy, which is not <laughs> what I'm here for. I'm like, can you beat me back down? I have to let my dog out. this was a nice probing and all but i gotta get going okay but like they're like more hot than they live but like just a little bit i need them to be human levels of hot me too like i can't have sex with someone because like they live looks like they're like they don't have skin like they're like all muscle and shit no i'm not i'm not into that but if they're all the right shapes that do it for me yeah Sure. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what planet they were born on. What am I, a planetist? What if they like six tentacles as well? Where are those tentacles? And are they like, are they game? Are, the, are these like Are they part of it? Yeah. Or are they like. <laughs> well, I mean, humans use the whole animal or whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I do use the whole animal when I'm having sex. What the fuck was that, Mikey? <laughs> where is this? I don't. Where is this going? Did you mean like actual animal? Wait, Mikey, are you fucking sheep? No. Okay. But I mean, like, you, you know. You just meant like a woman was an animal, just to like. Oh, yeah. I see where I've gotten caught up in this. <laughs> <laughs> no, like a party animal. Either, I, I, I do like that Mikey <laughs> painted himself into a corner with a joke that was either he fucked animals or referred to a woman as an animal. That was funny. Anyway, uh, so meanwhile, while they're down underwater, she is debuting her art piece. His wife is debuting her art piece. And the mayor makes like a whole speech about it. And they're like, where is he? He's like supposed to be here. Time out. Time out. They're all dressed very formally for yeah. this mm-hmm. presentation of art. And they let their kids just dress in bathing suits and go into the ocean, which I feel like they're kids. They're also at the ocean. Yeah. You're probably not going to be able to keep them out of the ocean, whether you try or not. Yeah. So. No, my parents would be like, you dress up. We're taking pictures. You're, this is your mom's sculpture time or whatever. Like, you don't get to go to the ocean. I'm pretty sure my parents would put us in a bathing suit and been like, they're kids. At least that then they won't ruin the ceremony because they'll be off playing. And we do hear all of the ceremony in this scene. Like, we get a full-ass mayoral speech (laughs) before he introduces the sculptor. Yeah. Watching this scene, you can actually vote in that election. (laughs) But as this is happening, 
the little girl sees the banana boat and she's like, oh my God, I want to go on the banana boat. And her mom is just like, fucking fine. I don't give a shit. Get on the boat, the banana boat. Yeah. yeah. Get on the banana boat. And then the banana boat goes out to sea and who should be there but the shark. And of we course. know because it telepathically communicated with grandma. And grandma was like, <gasps> look out to the beach. It's a shark. And everyone's like, oh my God, a shark. And everyone goes like running. And then they like pull the banana boat further out to sea yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, they And then do. the shark like. Well, the guy on the jet ski's fine. He knows he's okay right. yeah Boezy on the jet ski is just like I just gotta get myself out of here I'm not worried about <laughs> yeah. these banana boat kids yeah 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 so then they eventually loop the banana boat back around but that one lady's just dead yeah I mean she gets snatched off the back of it like yeah. I guess you would say that they tried to peel out <laughs> yeah 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 and then after the shark swims away just like ha ha I got a snake and it was a warning because I'm gonna murder you psychically the shark Ellen connection was insane and I, I loved it yes yeah. no notes on this movie for me well at this point grandma decides that she's gonna go out on a boat alone because she's like I'm the only one who can speak to the shark I thought she was sacrificing herself I thought so too yeah uh, I thought the shark made it pretty clear I want to kill your whole bloodline not just you grandma yeah yeah yeah. this is a game of thrones situation right. and we are gonna kill all you alls anyway so she takes the boat out meanwhile the other guys get back and they're like well we found conks but no sharks and then they're like oh no our boat is gone who could have taken it grandma also michael blew off his wife's sculpture presentation i thing know to like hang out with conks yeah he's already seen the sculpture he had sex next to it but he's not gonna get to conk that bonk again <laughs> no not anytime soon they are the perfect house hunters couple i study conks <laughs> in the bahamas and i make <laughs> and i make metal sculptures for beaches our budget is 12.6 million dollars <laughs> yeah anyway they they all take tiny boats out to the ocean to have a discussion about where they think the bigger boat is i thought that was awesome because it clearly is just michael and mario van mario Peebles. van Peebles. yeah is like they're like chasing the boat in what is more or less like a rowboat with a, mo a motor on it. And then Michael Caine just happens to also be like going the other direction in his boat. Yeah. I was just on my way over to motorboat your mom. <laughs> Bury my conk in them folds. They, have, yeah. they like start this conversation <laughs> yelling back and forth from each other's boat as they're like closing in on each other. It's insane. And he's like, you're never going to catch him in that boat. Let's get in my airplane. So they do. Yeah. They like go after her in his plane. Which I was like, the fuck is an airplane? It's not a seaplane. Well, they said they're going to radio to the rescue boats. Yeah. Initially, they were just going to like spot her. Right. And get the Coast Guard or whatever the Bahamanian version of that is out there to like help her or whatever. The, the Bahamaniacs. <laughs> the Bahamen. Who let the boats out? Boats. 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 <laughs> Which, okay, they could have just had Michael Caine get in his plane. They would have stayed on the boat and, like, had a better outcome. Oh, you mean because Michael Caine wouldn't have had to wreck his house? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean the, hair, the airplane that costs as much as a house, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they all fly up. He spots the plane. He dive bombs to, like, strafe the shark and then lands. And then they have to immediately get out of the plane because it's not a seaplane, so it's not going to float. It's going to sink. So now it's like a life or death situation. And they're in the water. With the shark. I did love that, like, okay, so the shark is attacking the boat, and they are in just a plane. They don't have a gun. There's no way for them to, like, fight off that shark. But they hit it with the propeller of their plane as they're flying. Like, as they fly over it, you hear it go, 
as it like hits that's the, the other shark. we should also mention the shark growls in this movie yeah multiple yeah. times you know like sharks are known to do <laughs> they, that's what they do i'm gonna give this movie three shark growls <laughs> <laughs> but then they okay but Paige, yeah after they like nick the shark with their propeller they land this plane in the water with a shark yes like there's a shark in the water you're safe in the air yes and the shark like she's on a boat and the shark is not big enough to sink that boat no, what is he, an orca whale? Yeah, right? The, the worst part was is when Michael Caine was like, I learned this move from your daughter. <laughs> uh, anyway, so now they're in the water. They're trying to swim to the boat. They get to the boat. They all make it to the boat except for Michael Caine. Yeah, because Michael Caine, it looks like he gets eaten by the shark as he's trying to get out of the boat or out of the plane. But then he pops up literally moments later, completely dry and ready to fight the shark. Yeah, it's great. Just just long enough for her to be like, I've lost everyone in my life. Oh, no. Oh, you're here and dry. Okay, cool. Let's go. Like, let's get this shark. <laughs> they decide that they're going to reconfigure the tracker so that it sends a signal that drives the shark crazy. Crazy question mark. I thought it was like Ghostbusters. They're like, they hate this. And I was like, you don't know that much about sharks. I yeah. got the uh, impression that it was just like a taser, but like in its stomach. I don't know. Like, is this what exploded? Later on, it's just flash photography. Yeah, it looks bow. like a flash. You're right. <laughs> it is just like a strobe light. And they're like, we had to make the shark matter. I was like, it's still, it was trying to kill you before. You didn't yeah. need to flash it <laughs> oh, over man. here. I'm pretty sure the shark already. Is is mad Like guys You don't have to do this Yeah But is this what makes The shark blow up I don't know That doesn't make any sense He was bloated Also this is the whole <laughs> thing Where they're like Sharks are attracted To electromagnetic pulses And I'm like Are they? Question mark I'm no OSHA scientist But that sounds incorrect Trust me for me I'm a I don't have my PhD And I blew up a sea world But like I'm working on it Oh <laughs> Oh Hold up though Uh oh Sharks have special receptors Located around the head That detect Detect electric fields and they can help a shark find a fish under the sand by detecting its heartbeat. What? Sharks can hear heartbeats? Yeah. This is the perfect rom-com. <laughs> yeah, but between hit the shark and grandma. Exactly. Anyway, so at this point they're going to try and harpoon this thing into the shark's mouth. Uh, but Jake is going to have to do it without a line, like without something tethering him to the boat. So he does it and the shark just immediately gets him and the thing, the receptor thing. And they're like, no. And the fact that they didn't immediately think to trigger the receptor is wild because they stand there for like two minutes like. Do you think he's dead? It's like, yeah, he just got munched by a shark, dipshit. Like, yeah, he's definitely dead, guys. I mean, but spoiler alert, he's, he's not. not. Yeah, like, well, you <laughs> see, every part of a shark's balanced breakfast includes Mario Van Fruity Peebles. <laughs> Is this the one that, you wrote? That's the other <laughs> joke. And that one kills. I love it. That was great. Yeah, yo, fruity peoples—they're the jam. <laughs> fruity peoples. I don't know if you know, <laughs> sharks need riboflavin, like so much <laughs> of it. Anyway. Uh, so they trigger the thing that makes the shark go crazy. I mean, I don't know what it is. You're looking at me like I, I have no idea. It's you, a strobe light. It's it all is it is. a strobe light. Yeah, that's the, all they it is. They hate this. Every creature sharks on Earth hates hate a strobe raves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you ever turned to someone and been like, I can't chum right now, but what if we take some pictures? Like, <laughs> what what kind of pictures are you taking, Mike? Hang yeah, on. yeah, yeah. 
Yes, spill the tea. Anyway, so the heartbeat stops, but then it comes back and they're just like, ha ha. And then grandma is just like, I'm going to steer right into it. And she has like a bunch of telepathic flashbacks of all the other shark attacks. We call it PTSD. Yeah, PTSD. <laughs> Post-traumatic shark disorder. <laughs> the shark explodes. Yeah, when she pokes it with the front of the boat, it Pops like a damn balloon. And it they do that with a miniature. The explosion is a miniature and what yeah. looks like a sink. It looks like a sausage, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. an overfilled sausage it's or something like so that. So bad that I loved it. But also the the boat explodes as well. Like everything explodes. Yes. And Mario Van turns out Mario Van Peebles is alive and is and has a bunch of salt water in his wounds now, which sounds terrible. That would be extremely painful. But like that effect. Looks like they had a budget and then they ran out and they were like, shit, we're going to have to do this like it's my kid's science fair project. <laughs> yeah. So we cut to everyone gets saved. We don't see it. We cut to them at the airport where Michael Caine is going to fly grandma off to, I don't know, sex caliber bones a lot's lair, like whatever. No, it is. I think he's going to use her as cover yeah. to like help smuggle cocaine back. Put this bag of powdered sugar in your purse. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, come to Amity this summer. And they're like, okay, I'll miss you, grandma, or whatever. Uh, and then he says, have I ever told you about the time I took 100 nuns to Nairobi? And they fly off into the sunset. And, and that's, that's the movie. The movie. So having seen the movie and we talked about the movie, what did you guys think about Jaws 4, The Revenge? Uh, I get one out of five conk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> one out of five conks for me too. Oh man, I love it though, because it is pretty bad and in a fun way for me. It's not It's not a fun way for me. If I want a bad Jaws movie, I watch Jaws 2 and 3. I do think 3 is by far the superior bad Jaws film. Yes, so much bigger of a body count. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I mean, this one only has two real deaths in it, right? Yeah. One family member and then one rando lady on the um, banana, banana boat. boat. That's it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, but I sort of dug this movie. It was silly. It was fun. It wasn't scary at all. I guess El Champo found her very appealing. He did. But yeah, yes. I, I don't know. We have to do it because it's like the worst Jaws, but uh, it's also the last one, right? Like, yeah, it's the last and one. we've done one pretty much every summer since we started. So like. You know, why not complete yeah. the set? Although yeah. we're going to have to move on to like the Meg or 47 meters down or whatever that one is. Like the other ones that are probably actually scary. We just need to do Piranha 3 double D. Yeah. So Paige, do you have any fun facts for us? I do. Well, here it is with your fun facts. Revenge fun, fun facts. facts. Uh, so this is what Michael Caine has referred to as one of his paycheck movies. Hell yeah, Michael Caine. Phone it in, son. <laughs> yeah, along with The Swarm, Ashanti, Beyond the Poseidon Adventure, The Island, The Hand, Blame It on Rio, and On Deadly Ground. Okay. When asked about this movie, he said, while I won an Oscar, built a house, and had a great holiday, not bad for a flop movie. He was paid $1.5 million for seven days of work in the Bahamas. Oh because my the God. schedule, Yes, the schedules were so tight. That they were like unable to spare him so he could attend the Oscar ceremony when he went on to win Best Actor in a Supporting Role for Hannah and Her Sisters that year. Oh, I thought you were going to say for this movie and I was like going to be oh, no. so <laughs> mad at you. No, there was another problem, too, where uh, the tank where they filmed the ending shots, because a bunch of this is shot in the Bahamas and then the rest of it, a lot of the tank stuff is shot at Universal Studios in Hollywood on their back lot um, yeah. where they have shot a lot of jobs 
Jaws movies. Yeah. Um, but at one point, they thought the water didn't look blue enough, so they added dye to it. And it dyed both his hair and Lorraine Gary, who played Ellen Brody, blue on accident. Amazing. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. And Ellen, Ellen Brody, uh, Lorraine Gary, actually came out of retirement to reprise the role. And this is her final movie. Oh, okay. Oh, well. Womp womp, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the main tagline for this movie was, this time it's personal, which actually gets parodied <laughs> in Back to the Future Part 2, where fictional Jaws 19, directed by Max Spielberg, has a movie poster that says, this time it's really personal. <laughs> That's amazing. That's where the Jaws comes out and like the hologram, uh-huh. like Jaws bites him. Yeah. That's very funny. Yep. Now, Roy Schneider was offered a cameo, but he would have died at the beginning of the film and he declined. So instead, they inserted archival footage and then made up the heart attack thing (laughs) to explain why he wasn't there. Now, Thea, the little girl in this movie, this was one of her last movies before her untimely death at the age of 10. What? About a year after this movie was released. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, that sucks. She also provided the voice of Ducky in The Land Before Time and Anne-Marie and All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh, I believe she was murdered by her dad, right? Yes, she and her mother were killed in a murder-suicide committed by their father her father jesus that's mm-hmm. terrible that is terrible murray hamilton who played the mayor originally was asked to be in this film but he unfortunately died of cancer before filming started oh no yeah michael kane accepted his role after seeing only the first line of the script which at the time was fade in hawaii <laughs> <laughs> and he was like book it i'm in done uh which obviously hawaii does not end up in this movie at all now there is and i, I hid this from y'all but there is a subplot involving hoagie smuggling drugs onto the island no the shit scenes were sh- <laughs> yeah, yeah the scenes were shot and then deleted in post-production because it took away from the main premise involving the shark but it is fully detailed in the novelization of the film oh hell yeah all right i want to read the novel Yep. Sorry, there's information. There's more information about that murder. You guys probably don't want to hear it. Now, even though the movie is set in the Bahamas, they do film some of it in Oahu near Turtle Bay. No shit. But Michael Caine does never really get to go there. He only really gets to film in the Bahamas. He was only there for a week and made $1.5 million. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. So... The novelization includes a number of subplots that got removed from the film, and I'll detail why in just a second. So at one point, the shark hypnotized Thea to try and get her to wander into the water. Holy shit. Multiple, multiple additional deaths. There's also a drive-by shooting, not by the shark. I don't know why there's a (laughs) drive-by shooting. The The, The secrecy about the shark caused a strain on Mike's marriage, which we see a little bit of, uh, but it causes him to put monitoring devices around the house. And I was like, a shark couldn't get into the house? What? Gotta watch out for those street sharks, Paige. <laughs> yes. Now, originally Mike was there when the banana boat thing happens, but that's, anyway. Deleted characters include an island gangster who befriends Ellen, who is ultimately killed by the shark that gets absorbed into Hoagie's character. Um, I was about to say, yeah, we met Hoagie, but I guess, yeah, he doesn't get killed, so. Hoagie also has a law enforcement partner on the island and uh, a voodoo doctor in the novel. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So... At one point, Papa Jacques, who's the name of the voodoo doctor, summons the shark to do his bidding so he can telepathically communicate with the shark as well. And he curses some of Thea's 
shovel and pail for the beach, like her beach toys. And that's what leads to her being hypnotized by the shark. Oh, my God. Several (laughs) segments in the novelization take place from the shark's point of view. And it's revealed that the shark is actually a pond that can't understand the force driving it where it needs to go. That force, of course, being voodoo. Oh, boy. You're welcome. I hate it. That's amazing, though. Dennis Quaid was asked to reprise his character, but declined. This is the only Jaws movie that doesn't take place in the summertime. It's a fun Christmas movie. Yeah. Now, the Junkanoo Festival that is set in the Bahamas in this movie is mainly in films, uh, but it is also featured in James Bond's Thunderball and in After the Sunset uh, from 2004. It does happen on the island, but the movies kind of stylize it in a very specific way. Now, by the time this movie gets made, and this is according to Joseph Sargent, the director, the script had gone through so many story pitches and changes that once they settled on the idea of the shark seeking revenge on the Brody family, they were so tired of fighting with the studio that they just said yes because Universal had said yes and they just made that movie because they were tired of fighting. Oh, man. So everyone making it knew it was going to be bad, but they were just like, at least the studio has stopped sending us notes. Uh, (laughs) So there's that. It's also technically not Jaws 4. It's Jaws the Revenge. It's the only one that doesn't have a number. Yeah. And TV Tropes, a, a website that categorizes and documents movies, coined the term voodoo shark, uh, which is an attempt to explain away a plot hole that ends up falling flat. The reason for this being is because the explanation of the plot hole only raises more questions. So it refers to the deleted plot point that this film had a voodoo shark in it, which again only raises more questions. Yeah. This was originally supposed to be in 3D, much like Jaws 3D was. However, they were told that the cameras would not work in the Bahamas in that climate. And Joseph Sargent, this is his last movie. He does go on to direct many successful television projects and tv movies but this is his last theatrical not super shocked by that actually yeah yeah uh finally one of the pictures on ellen brody's refrigerator says the only difference between this place and the titanic is they had a band and those are your fun facts (laughs) well thank you so much for those fun facts Paige. let's talk a little bit about box office what do you think the production budget was for Jaws 4, or really Jaws the Revenge, as we learned in Fun Facts, in 1987. I actually know, so I have to recuse myself. All right, Mikey, you get a free pass. What do you think it is? $10 million? Oh, Mikey, I am so glad I get to inform you that the budget <laughs> for this was actually $23 million. Shit, in 87? In 87, yes. It looks terrible for that amount of money. Yes, I know, it does. Mikey. That would be six. million today. All right. So this movie came out on July 17th, 1987. It was number three the weekend it came out. It was beat by the number one movie, RoboCop. That was its opening weekend. Uh, And the number two movie was Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Number three was, of course, Jaws for The Revenge. Number four was Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. And number five was Full Metal Jacket. What do you guys think Jaws The Revenge made in its opening weekend when it was third in the box office? Six million dollars? Page 1.5. Okay. So it actually brought in... 
$7.1 million its opening weekend, which is not bad, but it was only in theaters for another week. It only got two weeks in the theaters, and it was sixth that weekend. But what do you think it made in its full two-week release in 1987? $10 million? Paige, what do you think? 16. Paige, you're way closer. It was $15.7 million, and that's worldwide because it didn't get an international release. So... It didn't quite make the $23 million budget back. Although if you do adjust that 15.7 for inflation for today's dollars, that would be roughly $42.2 million. But they definitely lost money on this movie. But that's your box office. Mikey, do you want to hit him with that scary scale? Yeah, our scary scale is how scary we found the film today when we watched it. Our one example is Ghostbusters. Our 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Paige. Oh, was a one. Yeah, Todd. Definitely a one, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give it a one. There's not even any death in it. So uh, it's a one for me, dog. <laughs> and that's our scary scale. Yeah. So this week, you guys made us watch Jaws the Revenge. What are you making us watch next week? Next week, we'll be watching Leviathan. Finally. The one I wanted to do, but picked the wrong movie that one time. We were supposed to do this movie when we did Deep Blue Sea. or Not Blue Deep Blue Sea. Deep Star 6. That's the one it was. Deep Star 6 was pretty good, though. Oof, my goofs. It was it was a time for sure. But yeah, so I guess we'll finally get to do a redemption for that movie. Uh, that movie being Leviathan. And Paige, you did check. It is streaming somewhere, right? It is streaming in a few different places. Nice. All right. So your homework for next week is to watch Leviathan and then check back for that episode. So, Mikey, do you have a review for us to read? I do. Well, whose review are you going to read this week? Buford the Pug. What does Buford the Pug have to say? My comfort podcast. Oh, okay. I listen all day to you guys. You are just too funny and a joy to listen to. I am a true horror fan since I was a kid. Awesome. You do a great job reviewing my favorite horror movies, and I feel like I am one of your friends hanging out, chilling and chatting. These are all commas. You keep me in my little (laughs) brown Sitsu company. Sitsu? Oh, little dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Please review a few series, such as... The Haunting of Hill House, and my new little favorite, Jim From, which I've watched the first half of that first season. It's pretty good. You are all a delight and the perfect combo. Keep the reviews coming. Madison, Penelope, and I are listening. Hello there. (laughs) (laughs) Stay scary. Your biggest fan in New Jersey, Julie and Madison P. Woof ya. W-U-F-F-Y-A. I don't know what in the TikTok that is, but uh, yes. <laughs> woof you too. That is. <laughs> oh, it's like love you. It's like woof you. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Five stars. Awesome. Well, Buford the Pug, thank you so much for that awesome five-star review. And if you want to, Mike, you read your five-star review, leave us a five-star review. So, guys, if you like this show but want to hear this power thruple on another movie review show about romance and romantic comedies, check out Romancing the Pod, where Mikey, Paige, and I break down and make fun of romantic movies. It's a lot of fun, guys. Check it out. If you want to follow us on social, please do. We are at Horror Virgin or online at HorrorVirgin.com. If you want to follow us all individually, you can do that as well. Paige is at Paige Wesley 
on Twitter or Rampage Wesley everywhere else, including TikTok. Mikey is at mrandolph24, and I am at Todd J. Awesome. If you like the show so much and you want to help financially support it, please do by going to patreon.com slash horror virgin, where you can get a lot of great levels and a lot of great stuff like bonus episodes, director's cut episodes where they're a little bit longer and you get them actually a day earlier mm-hmm, than the regular mm-hmm. feed drop. We do a lot of great things like listener requests and stuff like that. So guys, check out yeah. the Patreon and help support the show. If you want to financially support me, but not Todd, just look me up on Venmo. If you can't financially support the show, that's understandable. That's fine. But if you want to hang out with us on the daily, join the Facebook group uh, at facebook.com slash group slash virgin. We also link it like once a week. So just find it there and join the awesome Facebook group. Literally, we're in there talking every day. It's awesome. And guys, we got a P.O. box. So if you want to send us some love letters or whatever you might send to a P.O. box, it's actually not a P.O. box. It's like a regular street address. It's pretty awesome. It's 6688 Nolensville Road, number 108-34, Brentwood, Tennessee, 37027. So send us some stuff. Yeah. And if you want to check out our Twitch stream, we're at twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, where we will be playing horror video games. So if you have always wondered what it would be like to watch me get scared, you can now do that on Twitch while I play these horror games. It's twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, guys. Check it out. It's a lot of fun for you. Not a lot of fun for me. This episode was brought to you by Tia, and Tia's teenager's been driving her crazy. So how is Tia's teenager driving her crazy this week? She keeps trying to crash the plane. <laughs> Maybe you should not let her sit in your lap while you're flying the plane, Mikey. No, bro. Don't do it. This episode also brought to you by Jonathan, and Jonathan wants me to make you guys watch the videos, so I'm going to steal your screens and do that right now. Did we talk about Captain Planet at one point recently? We did, like a couple weeks ago, I think. That makes sense as to why uh, Jonathan's sending us this uh, Don Cheadle Captain Planet video. Have you guys seen this? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's hilarious. The conceit of the bit is that he is turning people into trees. Yeah. And it's like scaring people. It's very funny. I don't know. I, Don Cheadle is just way funnier than I thought Don Cheadle would be able to be. Yes. Because you see you see him in like really dramatic roles like Hotel Rwanda and shit. And then you see him like be really funny in TV shows. And you're like, this guy can do everything. I love him. He is great. But Jonathan, thank you so much for sharing that video with us. And obviously, thank you so much for the support. We now return you to another adventure in the fairy tale land of uh, the, the Patreonicals. All right, here we go. Here we go, baby. Patriotical time. Yeah, here, here's the thing. Uh, fucking uh, Sex Scalibur bones a lot, finds himself stuck in a stone. Uh-oh. The, the witch River Moon put him there because she got with Aaron, the good witch, and because Libby, the queen of fairy tale, was like, Baby needs a king. Know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So whoever can pull this sword from the stone gets to co-rule. So like the lady of the river moon (laughs) put it in the stone. That's pretty good. Instead of the lady of the lake. Arthurian legends. Yes, exactly. The once and future king. Which is not fairy tale, but like we're getting there. Yeah, we're we're in the ballpark at least. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I just traveled today. I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, Isaac. Uh, he tries to pull the thing out with his black knight armor and doesn't do it. So he's like, ah, whatever. Oh, no. Kate kind of messes with it with her psychic powers, but it's like, look, I'm really not into like management. It's just like, it's not what I'm looking for in my career path. Yeah. She's more into details. Yeah. She doesn't want to manage people. I get that. Yeah. 
Karuna and Natasha have created four blue babies already. They have a very fast reproductive cycle. Yeah, they rub butts and just pop them out. Yeah, so that's what they're they're like. No thanks. We have a family to raise. <laughs> um, of course, Wes, the handsome dude, was like, "Dreskel, pull this thing out for me so I can be king." And just was like, "What do you? What do I get?" And he's like, "That thing that we talked about that'll be revealed later." That Mikey's totally already thought of, guys. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Uh, so Iron Man suit tries to pull it up, uses his things. It's like the ha- Thor's hammer scene from Iron Man and fails. Uh, Wes oh, tries no. himself, okay. also fails. Allie was like, Bo easy. Why don't you try to pull the sword out? So he tries to pull it out and does not do well with that. Okay. So far, let me, let me just count them up. So far we have zero people able to pull anything out of the stone, but uh-huh. a lot of people have tried. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be like this for the whole episode. <laughs> Until someone pulls it out, I guarantee you. Lauren, the cave person, tries to get it out. Kid get it out, so hammers it more in. They tried that reverse psychology on it. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Ragebomb pulls it out with the fireworks coming out of him. It, like, slides an inch, but then he's, like... He's, like, pulling so hard, it's, like, his hands turn into, like, Jubilee. Like, when she's, like, really yeah, focused. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So he's, like, oh, no. So... <laughs> James, who used to, James Airy, the knight who had sex, reaches into Jay's pack and he pulls out a tissue because he's not going to be able to pull it out. He's going to, that's going to be for his, his tears. single tear, yeah. Battle <laughs> <laughs> um, the Jester is doing a dance while everybody's doing it. And uh, <laughs> so they're just like keeping the crowd entertained. In between, yeah. like, suitors. Yeah, and Vixen Avery, she's not there. She's been kidnapped by a giant troll. Right, like, that's where I thought today was going to go, but, like, no. Uh-huh. Vixen's going to be just a damsel in distress for a full nother episode. <laughs> but wait, Sunzi, <laughs> the dumbass tin man. Oh, hell yeah. Pulls out the sword, and Sex Calibre Bones a lot is like, fuck. And then also Libby's like, oh, no, because, like, no one likes the Tin Man. He's like, I get to be king. And then, like, everybody's <laughs> like, it's like, record scratch. <laughs> and then episode over, uh, it was over. As, like, did, 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 like, like, just comes up in the soundtrack. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we'll have to wait till next week to find out if the Tin Man does find love with the queen on another fairy tale land episode of the, the Patreonicals. That's going to be it for us, you guys on Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin, Todd. Keep it oogie spooky. Yeah. Have a great week. Voodoo shark, voodoo, doo, 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 voodoo shark. <laughs> Bye.